Welcome to the Fit to Be Fathers podcast, the show that discusses parenting tips and tricks, fatherhood experiences, and delicious food, all while trying to maintain that perfect dad bod. Now, now, introducing your hosts, Mike Price and Dan Prodsman. Mike, good to be back, brother. Yeah, 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 we're back. We, uh... Dan, episode six. No, come on. Yeah, episode six. I, yeah. I got. I look. I can't. I'm sorry to hijack the show, but you're hijacking early. You want to talk about being a father? Yeah, it's it's part of our. It's part of what we are talking about. Um, it's. I would say it's a focus. Yeah, <clears throat> father experiences, tips yeah. and tricks. Yeah. Yeah. You have an experience you want to share? Do I? You. It's all over your forehead. <laughs> this kid, my oldest, CJ, the other day, sitting. On the couch, minding my own business. After he says, Daddy, I got to go pee and poop. Okay? Like, Mommy's in the kitchen. I'm sitting on the couch with the baby. You know, just having a good doing time. Doing your thing. Doing my thing. <clears throat> you know, he goes to the bathroom, I guess, or whatever. So I'm sitting there with the baby. Oh, hold on. The baby poops. Okay. So I'm yep. changing a, a, a poopy diaper yep. with, with the baby. I'm and... getting good at that, by the way. Great. Yeah. That's great. We, yeah. we can talk about that later. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, changing, changing B's diaper and, uh, you know, wrap it up, put it in a bag. I go outside, throw the diaper in the trash cans and not stink the house up, mm. assume the position back on the couch, chilling. And I just get, uh, daddy, come here. Why? Daddy, come here. What's wrong? From your oldest? Yeah. Okay. Da- daddy, come here. Mommy's there with you. Yeah. Come see my poop. <laughs> Nah, I'm good, buddy. You can flush it. Good job. Oh, my God. Daddy, come see my poop. Michael, you got to come see his poop. Seriously, come see it. Now I have both of them saying, come see my poop. No. Uh, your, your wife, too? Yes. Oh, God. That's I d- great. I don't, I don't want to see you it. You have to see this. No. Now I'm, now, now I'm curious. So what was so special about this poop, Mike? Logs. Logs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Adult logs. <laughs> This kid, man poops. Yes, he had he had a he had a couple man poops recently, wow. and he was proud of it. And I'm just like, that's great. And it smells really bad. So <laughs> I am proud of you, very proud of you. But I don't want to look at it. Now is he in the the, the big toilet or is still his small toilet? You dump into the big toilet. Oh, it's great. He's in the uh, small toilet, and it's <laughs> you know, of course, it's not it's I, not I hard poop. The big toilet. No. It's not hard oh, poop. God. It's soft poop. So you're just so we're dumping and yep. scrubbing and dumping oh, and scrubbing. Only when we're downstairs. When we're upstairs, he has no choice. It's big potties in his bathroom and in our bathroom. So mm. it is what it is. Now, do you find him having a preference over upstairs versus downstairs? No, it doesn't matter. Mm, well, it is what it is. If you give him the option for the small one, is he taking it? Um, actually, yeah, I think there. he is. Yeah. I think he's going to choose. I the... think he's. I think he's working you. Uh yeah well so I think he's learning it's number a, one number two A and number two B and he's right. choosing two A over two right. B I think he's learning at at a early age that um if he doesn't have to have toilet water splash his butt oh he's just gonna sit on the a potty that doesn't have toilet stationary water. a stationary potty exactly yeah. so okay. I think he's trying to outsmart the system and I think it's winning it I think it's like working yeah it sounds like he's He's doing a good job of that. He's doing a great job. I just job. pointed out to you, and I don't think you even noticed that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because six months ago he he was struggling to. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, do anything. Yeah, so, on, on a potty, let so, let alone you know poop on a potty. 
I'd say big picture though, this is kind of a win. So, so if I remember correctly, um, just a couple episodes, we talked about potty training and yep. Yep. he was having a terrible time, terrible time going to the, going number two in any potty. Right. So, was, so he's was just diapers or, uh, or um, pull-ups or. Yeah. So he was, he was just going and just, and just his pull-ups, um, not pooping on the potty. So now right. here we are, I guess one or two months in. Yeah. No regression. And he's calling you in to see it now killing so he's, he's crushing it he is literally vanna whiting his logs to, to papa <laughs> right. that's a proud moment uh, i'm very proud of him. so beyond the smell i'd say that classifies as a small victory a small victory you say yeah look at that segue so uh speaking of small victories so i think this is a good time to kind of talk about um we talked about routines last episode and mm-hmm. making progressions and yep. your story is kind of perfect and kind of fits right into that so, you know, CJ's made some really good uh, progress yeah, with his number two yeah. world. Um, <laughs> never thought I'd have a podcast where I'm talking about this, by the way. Uh, but here we you are. You and me both, buddy. Here we are. And it's, keeping it PG while we're talking about it. It's very difficult. <laughs> it's very <laughs> difficult. Not going to lie. This is uh, saying poop. Poop. Just yeah. Great poop. It's very it's, adult. It smells like poop. Poop. <laughs> yep. Poop. It's very dad. Very if dad. You're, uh, drinking while we say poop. Right. Uh, to this episode, good luck. Take another shot. Yep. Um, so, so we talked about establishing routines last time, and we talked about uh, after having the baby, everyone brings yep. you food and brings yep. you all the healthiest food options. Dan, um, ha- how's it going? Well, some of my friends bring me food, Mike, and uh, you know, <clears throat> some some don't. All right. Well, thanks so. for listening, and uh, <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. No, it's been it's been great. We've had you know people bring over meals. Some people cook. Some people buy stuff. Um, <laughs> it's just been it's been great. Uh, laughing inside joke there. Um, but bottom line, it's been fun. Where you know, it's been fun interacting with people. Right. It's been nice that they've been so helpful and thoughtful. Any um, any like delicious meals? Uh, Not to dime anyone out. Yeah, tonight. So we had uh, we had friends bring over food from a local place called Brookside Market. Oh, Brookside is so good. Yeah, it was really good. Oh my god. Yeah, we had a I, we had both had an Italian sub and um, split a grilled chicken, a grilled Caesar salad with blackened chicken. Mm. That was very good. That sounds so, uh, great. That was a win. Right. So we've we've actually had pizza from there, but never eaten. Yeah. There. Did the food. Yeah, and got the Ironic- food takeout. It's so funny. Ironically enough, when we had B, our old neighbor. Uh, like next door neighbor, like yeah. we're gonna get food for you. Like all right, we're like they're like uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to Brookside. We're like, what is that? Yeah, they're like, just look at the menu. It's and a deceiving. It's a deceiving place when you drive by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks just like a like a little shack or yeah, whatever. side like roadside place. Yeah, but uh, no, it's very good. good. So so I'd say that was delicious. Um, we had some friends make us um, like tacos the other day. So it was like build your own tacos. They made a container of rice and pulled chicken. Um, get some ha- avocado, sour cream, cheese, all the fixings to make tacos at home. Have you have you eaten something that somebody has cooked for you that you wouldn't normally cook for yourself? That I would normally would not normally cook for yourself. My neighbor made vegetable soup. Um, I don't usually cook soup for myself. Yeah, um, that was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Um, <clears throat> had it have a little flavor to it. Okay, a little uh, not not the best seasoned home cook if you will but okay she she did she did a great job right um that's cool so so it's been it's been great the same time with all that being said when you're being given food you're not following your meal plan and your food planning so sure. um trying to get back into more of that 
fitness routine and uh, Did following you f- my fitness pal and tracking macros and getting back into that world. It's tough when you're given things that are completely off. Either you don't track, you forget mm-hmm. to track, you don't track correctly, or you just say, you know what, I, I have a good excuse, right? I worked out today. It's I, fine. Yeah, I worked out. Or look, we just had a baby. We're tired. We're exhausted. Right. Let's just eat and not worry about it. Have, um, have you found that you went that you uh, scaled in much higher than you thought or anticipated, or it's kind of you've kind of you kind of hit where you thought you were, and now you're going back over weigh-ins just in yeah just in general so i would say i'm actually down some weight right now which Mm -hmm. is great yeah considering absolutely just everything sure uh, the lack of sleep and um do you think because you've been so self-conscious about it you've um kept it as under control as you could i think have been i think to a degree i think um I'm usually on the road for work quite a bit, so I've been home the last few weeks, which has been helpful. Yeah. Um, as well as kind of getting more back into a fitness regimen mm-hmm. has also been helpful. Yep. And then um, holding myself accountable uh, on things we talked about last episode, actually. So I kind of took a lot of things we, t- we talked about last episode, put them in play, mm-hmm. and started establishing you know daily routines. So um, uh, getting up in the morning and... I do the feeding first, feeding in the morning, and then right there I make a good a good breakfast, so yogurt and fruit. Nice. Um, and then I'll hang out with uh, with my daughter on the couch, mm-hmm. just get my daddy snuggle time in because you just awesome. can't you can't, you can't get, get enough, enough. Of it, dude. <laughs> uh, and every day she's growing, and it scares me already that she's just going to be an adult before you know it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm trying to take advantage of that. She'll be telling you to come look at her poop. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> think about that. I wasn't Dan. ready for that. Yeah, think so about thanks. that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Uh, I am already looking at her poop um, as I clean it off every day um, from a body part I'm not used to having. So this is just different to have to clean. To to go back, not to 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 derail a whole bunch, but to go back to one of our very first episodes or second episodes. Are you going through way more diapers than you thought you? Oh would? oh, ungod amount. Like ungod. Have you finally bought? Diapers for yourself yet? So, no. Okay. We've gone up a level. So we went from newborns to one. We ran out of newborns and decided to go to one a little early. Right. With that being said, if you're going for the diaper change Mm -hmm. from one age to the next, it's very important for our listeners to know that you better make sure that thing is strapped in tight. Yes. Because we have learned, uh, we've had two blowouts where... There's a leak. You pick her up. There's a leak in the back. <laughs> yep. So as she's laying in her mama roo, yeah, um, and just smiling away, sleeping away, you get her up and you realize she has just crapped over everything. And um, she's probably wearing white or pink or something. Pink, yeah. Something so nice. uh, it was I think it was a floral outfit. Oh, nice. So I had to wash that. But what was frustrating was the mama roo, you know, c- cover yeah. whatever right. cushion seat. Yeah was now covered in it. So I'm like, well, we'll just we'll rinse it off, throw it in the wash. That was fine. Okay. The problem was the buckles that <laughs> clip you in that are on those like white tethers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're actually anchored to the actual device. <laughs> okay. And this thing is now covered in poop. Oh no. <laughs> so you, you can't just rinse it off. No. So I had to get the the Phillips screwdriver out. Oh no. And take apart the Mamaru. Oh my god. In order to disattach and disassemble the unit to slide off the mechanism where the uh, hooks are held. Oh my god. Disconnect that, 
and throw that in the washing machine with everything else. God, if I could have been a fly on the wall. Now, I will tell you, that thing has never been cleaner. Right. Because we did not clean the straps like that when we got it. Right. So uh, we got it at the yard sale for real cheap. I mean, wow. those things are expensive. Oh, yeah. We got it for expensive. like 15 bucks. No kidding. So we, it was a steal. Um, so I've learned now how to take the Mamaru apart. Uh, I'm That's very great. familiar with it. Which yeah, learning experience. Yeah. It's so part of fatherhood. Learning better experience. Better not do it again. That's but, right. But the root cause was we did not strap the diaper in tight enough because when you go up a size and they're still not filled it out yet, mm-hmm. you can have leaks. Yes. So just duct tape it. It's fine. Not a big deal. Duct tape or um, yeah, just just really give a good. Good tuck there. All right, baby girl, yeah. suck it in. Yeah. When, when they start like squirming and making uncomfortable noises, pull a little tighter. Just, and a, then just one more strap. <laughs> so, so uh, pulling back out, it's um, it's been good getting those routines going. Yep. Um, I've been getting back into daily workout things with CrossFit and with uh, bike rides. Yep. Um, we both started Peloton boxing this week, so I'm excited uh, to keep us up with that. So sore. I'm yeah, incredibly sore. That plus uh, 135 box jumps I did last night. That's uh, dying <laughs> I'm surprised from that. your legs didn't fall off. I honestly, I am a little bit too. I've been in physical therapy as well, trying to work on uh, mobility and uh, lower that, core engagement. Has it helped? It actually has. I so I had a weird thing where my right leg started to go numb after either sitting for a long time or different activity. And um, I'm finding ways to figure out how to solve that. So, have, have you done physical? I've, so I've never done physical therapy. Have you done it before? So I've done spinal rehab therapy. Um, okay, which sounds really. It dramatic. sounds really dramatic. Yeah, like it sounds like, like you had a crash. catastrophic injury. No, and it, it's 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 not. It's probably um, from beating yourself up playing football. That plus the tr- I had a I had a random. I call it a tractor accident, but it was more of a ride-on lawnmower, but like a really old, like 1980s gravely, like lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It's just like that. I was uh, mowing the lawn at um, the old Gerstung building, now uh-huh. Copper Mine Field, yep. and uh, by the parking lot. And the gentleman who possessed this uh, tractor lawnmower okay. did not take care of it put the wrong type of gas in the wrong type of oil and just if it ran it ran if it didn't he made it run shocker sure enough i put it in drive was by the parking lot it shot in reverse on its own and <laughs> put it me, in reverse terry it took me over a cliff face what yeah so i actually went backwards off this like cliff ledge and the tractor flipped over on top of me oh my and god hit me and i slid down this rock face with this tractor on my chest and I slammed my elbow on my back on the ground. I had a puncture wound on my arm, blood coming out. Holy and, cow, uh, dude. Yeah, I was, it was bad. And then I landed on the old road below, and the tractor impacted me on my chest and the ground. How uh, old were you? This was in college. So God, it's a good year, thing you're a year. big person. Oh, yeah. I, if I wasn't, I would have died easily. The, um, the steering column actually bent against my chest. They had to did a sledgehammer and three guys to bang it back into place. Jesus. Afterwards, to to use it again. To use it again, because naturally he <laughs> naturally he had to find a way to use it again. So in that instance, <laughs> in that instance, I, uh, no, in that instance, I got up, pushed it off of me, took off my shirt, wrapped it around my arm, which was just squirting out blood, and like a tourniquet on myself, crawled back up the cliff face. Got inside, got in the elevator, went upstairs to the lobby, and asked him to take me to the hospital. I just passed out in the lobby. And, oh, um, you passed out? Oh, I just wow. collapsed. 
It was just complete. No shot. That's yeah. crazy. Adrenaline took over the whole way until I, so, so yeah, it was bad. But went to the hospital. They fixed, they glued the puncture wound. They did some MRIs and they said, nothing's broken, destroyed. You, you know, they let me go. Holy just cow. Just stay, stay off your feet. I've never heard the story. Yeah, wow. I, have, I haven't shared this story with you. That's but, wild. Um, I think I have long-term low back pain from that sure. incident. Because well, something had to go wrong, obviously. Had to, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then semi-pro after college probably didn't help. Right. Um, so anyway, over time... <clears throat> It was one of those things where I started getting sciatic pain, right. and we're actually able to trigger it back to this is this is where it's really not dramatic at all. Um, how I was sleeping. Oh, so wow. uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, because the way I was sleeping on like my a, side, a side sleeper. Yeah, I was I was putting too much pressure on my shoulder, which okay. was like twisting my armpit, right, which was pulling my back, my lower back, my leg, my sciatica. You would think the body's all connected. It is, which is why weird. You feel you, when you feel the symptom down your leg. It doesn't right. necessarily mean that's where the problem's coming from. I guess that's why my armpit hurts from doing crosses with Kendall. Yeah, and everything else too. Right. So, uh, so down a deep rabbit hole there, pulling ourselves out a little bit. Yes. Um, so, I, so I have done I have done therapy before, right. and um, it was a little different. Uh, mm-hmm. This is more the physical therapy here is a lot more action, where mm-hmm. before is more stretches. Right. Um, this is like an hour of legit things like dead bugs and bird dogs and um, different position holds and rotations and movements and jumping and stretching and squatting and like just engaging core muscles that you should be doing more often right. and you know you should do and are easy to do and sure. they're the hardest ones to do because right. they're they're grueling. But you're definitely getting relief from it. Yeah, it's, it seems <clears> to be helping, so I'm going to keep doing it. Which is, which is, again, to tie back into the, the small victory. You know, yeah. the physical therapy is actually helping you, which is which is great. No. The goal is the goal is not to walk around with a level two or three pain every day and yeah. just accept it as normal pain. Right. So um, I saw a meme the other day. It was like... Um, like having pain every day, you're not like you're not supposed to have pain every day. <laughs> right. like that's not normal, right? Unless um, you have kids, then well, it's acceptable. and then that's a different type of pain. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so bottom line, we talked about you know being in negative routines. Part of the biggest problem of a negative routine is recognizing when yeah. you're in a negative routine. Right. It's very easy to fall into, hey, I'm gonna get up in the morning and you know watch a movie, or hey, I'm gonna get up in the morning and um, I could work out, but I'm gonna do this instead, and. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you don't get the things done you want to get done. Right. So that first step is is how to recognize you're in a, in a negative routine. So it's kind of challenging yourself, asking yourself, is this helping me towards a better day? Is this helping me towards the better version of myself I'm aiming for? What is You have to understand that vision of what you're trying to aim for in the first place. Right. Um, and then it's once you recognize it, how do you get out? Right. Well, I was working with actually a customer today in my other business, and um, we talked about how they want to make these drastic changes, but you can't make these drastic changes overnight. Right. So you have to eat the whole elephant, but you don't have to eat it at once. Mm-hmm. Just one bite at a time. But you got to find the one that makes the most sense <laughs> I've never and prioritize heard that it. Analogy. No. No. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a well known analogy. It's I've not never mine. Heard that. I can't take credit for that one. <laughs> Eat the whole elephant. You can't eat the whole elephant. You can't once. really eat an elephant well, though. One bite at a time. Oh, I hate you. So it just it just is what it is. Right. But you can't. But trying to swallow everything at once will never work. You're setting yourself up to fail. So That's to not say possible. to say I'm going to go from complete lethargic couch potato watching TV to a full to Matt Frazier. Yeah, to Matt Frazier level athlete. 
it's not going to happen overnight. Right. And if, if you if you set that precedent for yourself, you're setting yourself up to fail. Sure. Absolutely. So it's set up those small victories, set up those those things to tackle, right, and make those steps forward. So, mm-hmm. good example of a fun small victory for me this past week. Um, I haven't done uh, a lot of rig work mm-hmm. in a long time. Right. Um, my body weight is heavier than I'd like to be. Sure. Um, heavier than what I've done. We used to do those bar muscle-ups before. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever get the bar muscle-up? No. That's a flex on you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thanks. So, uh, thanks. I appreciate that. So we were at Whatever CrossFit two nights ago, <laughs> and they said, yeah, we're going to do ring muscle-ups tonight. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. So uh, what's what's next? Like, well, you could do bar muscle-up. Well, I haven't done a bar muscle-up in a long time. Right. So um, I'm like, well, all right, we'll give it a shot. Right. Why not? Um, sure enough, Mike, I hit I hit a bar muscle-up. No, I, you didn't. I got above the bar like so high like i surprised myself did you lock it out at first no i did not lock it out okay so i was i kind of got up so high i surprised myself i was there and everyone in the room was also (laughs) surprised including the crossfit coach go figure dan walks into a (laughs) dan walks into a gym makes a statement no that's not that's not the that's not the aim i'm just kidding but just kidding but literally i i was i was shocked that's amazing so i was like all right let me try this again and sure enough locked out and i hit four of them um, and it's the, it's the heaviest I've been, but I've gotten that. So it's like, okay, it's a great recognition of seeing the progress, seeing things that you're doing take place and realizing, okay, I'm on the right track. Let me keep accomplishing these small victories and, and continue to grow the success. When, when you texted me that I was smiling from ear to ear and I, and I said, bleep. Yeah. You should have seen how my smile, <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I literally said out loud, I was like, bleep. Yeah. And my wife was like. What are you talking about? And I was like, "No, Dan did something with CrossFit." She's like, "No." Oh, okay. Yeah. So for those who, after you don't know, I'm uh, six foot, six foot one and a half, okay. almost six two. Same. And uh, yeah, same for you, almost. Uh, and about three hundred and ten pounds. So. And I'm uh, five foot five, and about two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. So for a three hundred ten pound man to do a bar muscle up is um that's a that's a lot of weight it's a, it's a lot of motion it's will. a lot of everything yeah. yeah it was fun so it was uh it was so funny because I, I after i did it i just got down i was like all right well that's it <laughs> see you later I just walked out <laughs> the room right <laughs> that's awesome oh my god it's funny so, it's, so what what's what it makes me laugh and not to poke fun at you but you can do bar muscle ups but hey dan let's do some handstand push-ups <laughs> oh <laughs> How about pull-ups? I mean, pull-ups in general. Right, exactly. Right. So it's, it's 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 amazing. It's just funny how flexible you are. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what you hear all the time at, at physical therapy. This is becoming a weird a weird story now, but yeah. So I, I'm in physical therapy now, and I've had three different therapists, and they all start off with, "Oh, God, look at this guy." Right, uh, right. All right, try to touch your toes. Oh, you touch the floor. Uh, okay, do this. Oh, wow, wow, you have really good range of motion. Wow, you're really flexible. Right. <laughs> By the end of it, they're, I'm doing stuff they can't do, and they're just like, can you teach me this stuff? Like, Can you help me with yeah, what's can, wrong can with you, me, please? Can you make me not be in pain? Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> right. um, please. Right. So um, that's funny. So no, it's bottom line, it's, it's good to see the small victories, but you have to put the work in to accomplish them and then to recognize them as victories, not just one-offs. Um, that being said, I think it's important to talk about 
routines that you can do at home sure. that you can display for your kids. Yep. So we talked about this earlier this week when we were looking at what to do for this episode because it's been mm-hmm. about a week since we recorded. Yep. Um, one of the stories I remember growing up with my grandfather who was a, um, he was in the Seabees in the construction battalion mm-hmm. in World War II. We did the, the hero workout yeah. for that. Yeah, and um, he was also a football player in high school and also at Bowling Green State University after college, after, nice. after the war. That's cool. For the, um, with the GI Bill. Mm-hmm. And that guy was just in such great shape. It was mm-hmm. so inspiring. And we used to go down to Florida where they lived um, when we were older. Mm-hmm. I went down on spring break. And I'd wake up early, either go watch the sunset or go collect shells, whatever, and um, sit in the living room, watching TV, Sports Center comes on, out comes my grandfather, it's you know 7.30 every morning. The same time every same morning? Same time every morning. And I look over, and all of a sudden, I don't see him. The first time, it completely got me off guard, because <laughs> I heard this weird noise. Oh, really? And in the mirror, I saw him on the ground. I freaked out, thinking he just passed out. Oh God! Did you like scream? I didn't scream. I just sat up real quick and then realized he's fine. He's doing push-ups. What? So he's like no seventy some years old, rocking out, uh, real man push-ups. How many did? What do you do? Um, I don't know, fifty to hundred. No I mean, kidding. The guy went at it for Holy for cow. a while, That's and then awesome. he'd get up, he'd walk, go for a walk, come back in, get a cup of coffee, go with the newspaper. Like unbroken push-ups. Unbroken push-ups. The guy golfed. <laughs> the guy golfed three, four times a week. Holy and was cow! Legit that's good cool. Golfer. That that's a that's that's a way to establish a routine. But that's what he learns, right? It's one of those things that stuck with me later. Was okay. The guy had a set time. He would get mm-hmm. up. Right. He went to bed at the same time every night. Got up. He had those, those routines for himself to accomplish things. And it's one of those things that it's all important in guiding that self-reliance for yourself. So yeah. you can become a self-reliant person. Right. In order to be self-reliant, you have to have those structures and those things in place in order to develop yourself mm-hmm. and continue to get those small victories to build up to that final success. You can eat that whole, whole elephant, Mike. Eat the whole elephant. <clears throat> that's, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we like, I, like I've said in previous episodes, from, from day one since with, with CJ and even, even now with B, our my kids are in a routine. They they go to bed, pretty much the same time every day. They get they get baths at the same time. They eat around the same time. You know, <clears throat> we obviously don't wake. They wake up when they wake up. Sure. But we try to establish routine because eventually, when they get old enough and go to school, yeah, you're gonna have to have that. School is a routine. Very much so. You know what I mean. <clears throat> so if if they're already if they already have the foundations of what a routine is, school, yes, it'll be a shock because it's something new mm. with new kids, but the routine of the day hopefully won't be as much of a shock. Yeah, and from I mean, from what I've heard for years growing up and, and preparing now for fatherhood was kids need structure. They yeah, need absolutely. structure, they need yep. accountability, they need discipline. Yep. It's the same thing for businesses. When I work with businesses, it's it's I'm sure I'm gonna hear myself repeating myself quite a bit with between work at work and work at home with right. with the kids, sure, um, and and developing those routines, it's it's important, and it's I think it's important that you share those routines with your kids and help them understand why they're important as well. Um, just like I kind of witnessed from from watching him. Have you have you or your wife um, developed any sort of routine this this uh, soon into the game? So right now with feeding schedules, yeah, um, where we're still about every three hours for mm-hmm. feedings. So I'll get up at between 
between five and seven based on how long the feedings went from how much sleep she got the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been averaging between like 6.30 and 7.30. Mm-hmm. So I'll get up, feed her a bottle, and we'll go out. And um, it's fun because right now, early morning, there's whole, not a whole lot to do. Right. I want to stay quiet and let her yep. get some sleep. Yep. Um, I've actually been catching up on the Marvel movies. Really? So I've, I've, there actually, I realized there's quite a few I hadn't seen yet. Uh, um, I, I, I think I would... I'm probably in the same boat. Okay. So you're not going to be fun of me then. That's good. No. Some <laughs> listeners may be. But um, <laughs> a lot of Alyssa's friends are really into Marvel. Right. And I loved Iron Man, but yeah. I never I never became like a Marvel fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked I liked a lot of the movies, but sure. I was never the diehard kind of fan. I feel like it was a little... Too complex of a story? No. Um, more so, like, I feel like it was just the age group a little bit younger than me. That I got really you. Got into yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I got you. So, um... So anyway, I'm I'm getting back into those now and kind of watch them in timeline order because Disney Plus has them listed in timeline order. That's so, so awesome. You can actually watch them in the order like they actually <clears throat> quote unquote happened it, in time. When when CJ was born, yeah, I did the same thing, but I had I watched The Office. Never watched it ever in oh, my funny. entire life, and that was the first time I yeah. watched the entire series when he was born. It like it's it's funny like relating to yes. that because I'm sure there's plenty of dads out there that are are doing or have done the same thing. Yes, and that's one of the things we kind of looked at early on was, hey, we're going to have some time. Are there any shows you want to watch? Right. You know, we're right. going to be sitting watching TV. We're yep. going to be needing to relax. What's a good show to kind of pick up? And this one kind of just fell in my lap, and it's right. been you know, it's been fun just hanging out with her, watching it. It allows me good good daddy snuggle time. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, uh, you know, can't complain. And she's young enough where uh, it doesn't matter what you watch. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Because so she, she... I have to censor these. everything. Yeah, which... Yeah, which is a problem for you. Oh, God, is it? Sense, uh, that may se- be another episode, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking you're not alone in that one. No, no, I, not I, at all. I dropped, I, dropped some, I dropped a mistake word the other day when my brother was over with his kids. And, oh, no. Um, I said something, and I was just like, oh, God. Like, I didn't even... My brother looked at me like, I can't believe you said that. Right. And it didn't even trigger until... Like, I didn't realize until he looked at me. I was like, oh, man, I really said that. Right, and then I almost said another word to cover up saying that <laughs> word, and I was like, "This is dangerous." Right, I have to watch this. I need, right. I need to work on this. Exactly. Um, it's so anyway. So, bottom line, it's been it's been kind of fun seeing and developing these routines, but it's been important to not get sucked into a bad routine. Right. Um, I think when the when the pandemic first set in, mm-hmm. and we were in the we're in an anniversary of that two week uh, shutdown. Yeah, uh, still. Yeah, right, exactly. But during that two week shutdown, the mindset at first was, I have time off. I'm off. We're all off. Like mm-hmm. we're home. Right. Do whatever you want. Right. And your normal routines were just blown up. Right. I like to I like to think of thirty day cycles as habitual cycles. Okay. So there's theoretically it's like twenty three to thirty days to develop a new habit. Sure. Um, if it's a repetitive process, it's less. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like thirteen to fifteen days. Um, but bottom line, over a certain amount of time, you develop habits. From my kind of picture and look how I looked at the pandemic was every month was an additional habitual cycle you were refining. So that first 30 days, if you remember, everyone was just kind of partying at home, not oh, yeah. caring about anything, drinking, yeah. whatever. 
after a month, it was like, I can't, you can't, I can't keep up like this. Right. I can't do right. this and function in day to day. And I can't afford it because I'm not getting paid. Yeah. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden work was like, well, we're going to have to figure out how to work from home. Cause a lot of companies just did nothing those first couple weeks yeah. or first, the first couple months. Right. So all of a sudden then it was like, okay, now I have to manage doing this and work. So then it was like, you slowly started to change parts that had those habits, but mm-hmm. very few people said, you know what? I have to start over and find the perfect at-home work routine. Right. It was more so I'm taking that party mindset and being off mindset and scared of the end of the world mindset into, and I have to work, but I still want to, I still want to experience these things. Right. And now we're fast forward, you know, a year and a half, almost two years into this now, year and a half. And, um, you know, we've had essentially 18 habitual cycles since then. Yeah. That we've had to adjust and, and recalibrate our lives and what we do. There, there's there's some some departments at, at my work that they're they're trying to phase back in in, the, in like the next three to six months. And yeah. they're like, well, I don't want to come back to the office. Why? Yeah. I get more done at home. Like, I can't come back. Like, if you make me come back, I'm going to quit. Yeah. You just worked in the office for the last 20 years. Right. But this is just it. So they've their whole mindsets have changed, their habits have changed. And right. now where those same people, if you approach them two years ago and said, Hey, we want you to start working from home, some may have jumped at it. Sure. Others may have been like, I'm not I can't get enough done at home. Right. But now those same people would be afraid to come back. Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things where habits are so easy to form mm-hmm. and they're so difficult to form. Yeah. But, and obviously it's catch 22. It's a double, double entendre there, but it's like really bad habits are easy to adopt. Sure. The ones that are harder that you want to do for some reason seem to be hard. You have to hold yourself accountable and drive those things. Right. That's where it's set up the small victories because trying to just go from zero to hero, it's tough to do. Sure. It's without a full commitment and resources behind you to do that. It's not going to be successful. Um, when we do companies and we do process improvement and, and new pilots, the rule is the first one has to be successful. Right. So set yourself up for a win because it's much easier to stack wins sure. than trying to build a foundation of loss. Um, yeah, because because you know we were we were talking about habits and and routines um, a couple of days ago, and we both you know after we did the the boxing thing with with Kendall and the Peloton, we were like, well, we we need to form a routine or form yeah. a habit and and i told you i'm like well maybe i'll call you every morning or text you every morning you haven't called me yet and i haven't called you yet yeah i'll call you on it too no and i, I called haven't. you the next day yeah you did and, yeah. I, and i haven't so you know just moving moving forward to, to keep ourselves accountable like we, we need well, to do that that's that whole phrase of hell is paved with the path of good intentions right, right? so and no one intends to have things go poorly or not follow what they set out to do but it's very easy to fall into those those uh, those traps, and that's part of recognizing when you're in that that negative routine or that um, that spot you don't want to be in. Right. So um, so I think it's important to kind of think about where you are now, mm-hmm. being able to assess yourself differently, pull yourself out. One of the tricks I do when I consult with companies or people, um, especially if I have, and you actually you've met Jeremy before, mm-hmm. but um, I had this guy Jeremy working inside this production line. And I kept telling him, you know, you're not seeing the problem. So I physically pulled him out of the area and made him step back 20 feet and look at it. 
just removing him physical physically from that area, 20 feet, mm-hmm. forced him to look at the area differently. Right. So we say try to take things and look at from a high-level view or, or a big-picture view and step back and look differently. Sure. And you can see things differently. So within your day-to-day, it's very easy to get lost in the minutia or the tasks or the things you're working on or the routines you don't even know you're in. Mm-hmm. Start recognizing those things, what they are, and thinking about how do I make a positive adjustment here? Just tweak towards the better version of me that I want. Right. Um, and and display those things to your kids right. because they they pick up on this stuff. Absolutely. They have to. They have to. They the so I, I those... guess my question is, how many times are you running around the house saying, "Hillary, come look at my poop." And now, time time for a rad dad review. All right, Mike, another Rad Dad review. Uh, what do you got this week, Dan? We are going to review exercise bikes. Okay. Mike, that sounds different than the normal stuff we review. Yeah. Uh, like like one of the old school like exercise bikes you used to like stand in front of to, you know, get a bunch of air in your face. Yeah, kind of kind of but different. Okay. Um, and and I thought it'd be fun to kind of change it up. We've been doing Rad Dad reviews mainly on baby products, and I thought it would be mm-hmm. important to talk about these aren't necessarily reviews for the baby. These are reviews for rad dads. So, And we are some rad dads, buddy. Uh, I mean, I'd like to think so, but mm-hmm. I think more of our listeners are probably more rad than we are. I would think so. Uh, that being said, we've had, um, we've had some exposure to some of these full exercise bikes, these um, high-intensity bikes, and we thought we'd review them against each other a little bit. All and, of them uh, brought to you by Rogue. Not all of them. No? Uh, no. I mean, I guess they sell them, but... Not they don't manufacture them, they don't make them. Oh, okay. So yeah, I so thought I'll... they were all brought to you by Rogue. Nope. So like nice, most nice, things. Nice try to get a plug there for I a sponsor. Tried. Didn't hey, have hey to Rogue work. Fitness. Uh... Yeah. Hit us up. <laughs> right. um, so there is uh, three exercise bikes. Really, there's I mean, there's way more out there, right? Sure. Especially now, all the all the Peloton ones are competing with each other. Bowflex has one now. Um, uh, what are the other ones out there now? There's a ton of them. Uh, Bowflex. There's what Nordic Track. Nordic Track. That. So, are you talking about things that are similar to Peloton? No. So, I'm actually going a different route. Okay. So, and that's why that's what I meant. There's a lot of different bikes out there, but mm-hmm. looking mainly at um, the Echo Bike, the Assault Bike, and the Concept Two Bike. Okay. Um, of the three, if you know this already, you know the Concept Two is the one of these does not belong scenario, <laughs> yes. and that would be the Concept Two bike. Right. The Concept Two bike is more a uh, endurance bike. Um, it was so cool. It it I liked it. So we we've used you and I have used all three. Yeah, as well as the Peloton. So yep. we actually ended up selling the Concept Two bike and buying the Peloton. I couldn't find a way to justify having four exercise bikes in the garage. <laughs> uh, let alone five. Right. So we uh, <laughs> now we decided, we're down to <laughs> yeah. Now we have two. So we decided to um, to forgo that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept two bike was a newer release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit of a a clunky bike. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I bought the first revolution of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like they said, let's just take the rower erg and make a bike. Right. And that's what they did. And then put a program to make it make you compete against other people. Oh, that wasn't by them. That was someone else. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I had to program the bike to work with it. You just blew my mind. Yeah. I thought no, that, I, that, no, that was not by them. I thought that was all together. No, so that was, that was, an, that was one of the apps out there oh, that you can ride with. wow. No, that was not okay, together. Okay, Yeah, that was well, a separate thing. The more you know. And now you do. <laughs> now I do. So just the bike itself was more a matter of long-term spin bike. Yeah. Um, 
but not necessarily. It kind of it kind of felt like uh like it's good for like a warm up bike. It, I would say yeah, it, it's good for warm up or those endurance rides, mm-hmm. just long long rides. Yep. Um, but I I didn't care for it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it just was a little boxy. Right. It wasn't the most comfortable. Um, so. I also got then the assault bike. So the assault bike's been around for a little while. That's that full body assault bike. <sighs> it's got handles and pedals. Um, it was really it was tough. a staple in CrossFit for years. Yep. It still is in some CrossFit workouts yep. um, from a national aspect or a global aspect. Mm-hmm. That being said, Rogue did enter the arena a few years ago and introduced their own bike. Um, I like to think of it as taking a Toyota Camry and then building a tank to take its place <laughs> so the uh the assault bike being the camry obviously you could ride that thing and you had to maintain or service that once yeah. every two weeks sure. if not more than that they right. break constantly yeah um because they're just not meant for the wear and tear that it, i think that we take. messed with the pedals like i can't i can't count how many times and the, the handles were loose it just it, it it made a poor example out of loctite yeah. because it didn't work no it did no, not work at all um, so we ended up selling off the assault bike and buying the echo bike to try that one out. And I will say this thing can withstand most, most that, bombs. It is the Papa bear of assault. Bikes. It is, it is, uh, it is built tough. Yeah. I mean, it is built, it is heavy metal. So, so does rogue. So is it, is it considered an assault bike or um, is it just branded echo bike? It's, it's the rogue echo bike. Okay. I think it's about. I think it's about seven or nine, seven or eight, nine hundred dollars, depending on if they have a Black Friday sale on it or not. Right. Um, it's considered a full body workout bike or mm-hmm. assault bike. Okay. But the assault bike was the brand assault. Like uh, they have assault runners, you. assault yep. bikes, okay. assault other okay. things. Okay. Okay. I, um, I actually just used the assault runner the other day for the first time. Really? That was different. Um, is that the one where? Is that the the one where you have to start running? And yeah. Then... So it's self propelled. That's so weird. It's wild. It was like riding a Segway but running. So that's all different. Did story. you like it? Uh, I'll have to review that another time, Mike. Okay. So back to the bikes. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so um, I would say of the two bikes, the Echo Bike versus the Assault Bike, um, as far as comfort, I have to hand it to the Echo Bike. Oh uh, yeah. It's got a much better padded seat. Yep. Better adjustments as well. Um, the assault bike, the, the echo bike doesn't feel like it's going to break. No, it doesn't. Where the assault bike constantly felt like that. Yeah. Um, that being said, from a functionality aspect, if you want to hit high calories fast and a really fast ride, your assault bike's going to win Yeah. because you can pump that thing. And when you stop, it keeps going a little bit. It does. So you get those ghost calories that are great when yeah. you're trying to speed through a workout. That <laughs> or you're working said, with a partner. <laughs> yeah, or you're working with a partner. That being said, if you want a bike that's going to push you to earn every single calorie, that is the Echo Bike. Um, and boy, has that just changed the way I ride these bikes. Yeah. Um, you can't just hop on, speed up, and get off. And um, you can't. And you can't just like hop on and just take your time either. Like. It it forces you to put you have to work some effort. You gotta you gotta put the work in fast, yeah, hard and continuous. Yeah. So it's a it's a great it's a great um, I think counterpart to the assault bike. I think yeah. it's a good replacement for the assault bike. I think eventually, when it gets enough notoriety, could take the place of an assault bike for the for the actual workouts. The problem is because they function so differently, mm-hmm. you couldn't globally say 
just choose an assault bike or an echo bike. Right. Because it's kind of unfair. It's unfair. Right. It is unfair. The people on the assault bike have an advantage because they can get those ghost calories and just get on, get off. Um, but I will say, uh, it's definitely in my mind worth the investment. If you program bike a lot, right. If you're just going to have it to do on a wad here and there, I don't know if it's worth that financial investment for those garage gyms sure. where, cause it takes a lot of space. Yep. So you've got to find a way to make it work. Um, garage gyms, I mean, space is, is a premium, a premium, yep. um, square foot, you know, price per square foot in open garage area is, is very, very different yeah. than a normal gym. Right. So you've got to be able to consolidate a lot of things in here. Um, dare I say the assault or the echo bike that you have now in this beautiful gym space, a, a, an upgrade from the assault bike and definitely a small victory. Huh? I'll, like, give, yeah. I'll, gi- I'll give that to you. You like that? Uh, Tying that in? Uh, yeah. Uh, you can do better, but I won't, I it's won't, a stretch. won't hold you against it's it. It's a stretch. Well, so is reaching the pedals. <sighs> there it is. I hate you. Uh, that's that but yeah, yeah. So Whatever. anyway, um, that's a rad dead review. I wanted to just talk about the bikes. Um, if you're in the market for a bike, I would say try them out. Um, I don't know of any other full body style assault bikes that are out there right now that are comparable mm-hmm. um, between those two. But uh, if you are on the fence, I'd say if you're looking for something that's going to maintain and last and uh, push you, get the Echo Bike. If you're looking for something that's going to help you get those fast calories quick, um, go the Assault route. But um, personally, I would pick the Echo over the Assault. Cool. Good yeah. deal. There's your review. Great. Dan, this was a good episode, buddy. Hey, this is fun. Uh, we should definitely do more. I think we may have to. We might have We've to. We've officially launched uh, all platforms now. So yep. So you can you can uh, reach out to us um, via email. You can email us at fit to be fathers at gmail uh, com. You can find us on Instagram. You find us on Spotify, Anchor. We are officially live. So if you uh, listened to this episode and you liked it, go ahead and give us a like, give us a follow, and um, feel free to shoot us a message with recommendations for us to either do Rad Dad reviews yeah. or uh, concepts for episodes. Yeah. And um, we're also always looking for a special guest out there Absolutely. to join us on a show. Yep. Uh, if you're interested or know someone who may be a good fit for us, let us know. Fit for us. Ah, there it is. I love it. Are you working out?